This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy, and uh, the eulogies have been offered, and I will remember everything that uh, Arizona Cardinals great Larry Fitzgerald had to say about John McCain, and nothing <laughs> what the assembly from what the assembly of politicians had to say. Larry Fitzgerald was a personal, thoughtful uh, note that he struck, and I, I really enjoyed his comments about McCain. He ran for president. I run out of bounds. <laughs> he was the epitome of toughness, and I do everything I can to avoid contact. <laughs> I have flowing locks, and well, he didn't. <laughs> How does this unlikely pair become friends? I've asked myself the same question. But do you know what the answer is? That's just who he is. Over the several years, I had the privilege of spending time with Senator McCain. Sometimes it was just a visit to our practices. Other times it was him texting and saying, oh, you need to pick it up this Sunday. <laughs> I'm thankful that through these moments, the opportunity that we had to share our lives, and more importantly, our stories. While from very different worlds, we developed a meaningful friendship. And Larry Fitzgerald actually went to Vietnam to the prisoner of war camp to see where John McCain had survived all those years and where he gained his perseverance and strength to continue. That's a cool friendship. And that's that's what um, a service like that should be about. It shouldn't be about preening politicians trying to score political points like Biden. It's just insufferable. Uh, For more on this and other topics, we're pleased to be joined again by Brett Baer, Fox News anchor, special report, 5 p.m. weekdays, uh, Chicago time. And also the book, Three Days in Moscow, Ronald Reagan and the Fall of the Soviet Empire. Uh, Brett uh, had to show up for work today because Chuck Todd told him to. Uh, Brett, uh, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so, so you know, think Larry, Fitzgerald's, Larry Fitzgerald is a, a friend of mine, too. And he, um, oh, cool. we play golf together on, on some uh, charity events. And uh, he is salt of the earth. I mean, I don't think you could get a better guy. And a total stud. So uh, that was great to see. Yeah, that was very cool. Um, so, uh, Brett, uh, Chuck Todd said uh, there's a big bombshell coming today, or there's if one is going to come is really, I think, what he was saying. It's going to be today because then you're at the Labor Day to November 6th Election Day window, and so Mueller is going to go silent uh, with any new developments in that window so as to not be perceived as trying to influence the election uh, anything that you're hearing of a new development with the Mueller investigation? No, I don't know what uh, Chuck's hearing, but we're not hearing uh, much movement today. Listen, I'd be surprised um, if they do it. It's it's really going to be interesting to see. I mean, you're within the 70 day window already for the election. So, um, you know, I, I think there's a real sensitivity, especially after all that happened with Jim Comey. Uh, to do anything that is perceived to affect any election. Uh, and if I had to put my money down, you know, not knowing what Chuck Todd knows, um, I think I would say he waits till after the election. Yeah, so he has either today and then to wait till after the election, right? There's no... I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised if it's today, but maybe it is. 
Uh, Trump in Indiana yesterday, of course, uh, part of uh, the important part of the campaign trail with a possibility, good possibility to pick up a Senate seat there. Interesting um, comments about justice and FBI suggesting that he is going to get involved, take a essentially take a more personal uh, role in the uh, uh, in the in the, the operation of the FBI and the Department of Justice if they don't get their act together. Um, and this is something that I think people thought he should have done a long time ago, and, and, but there seems to be a hesitancy to do it because you don't want to be perceived as, uh, you know, trying to obstruct justice. And those calls are inevitably going to come if he makes personnel moves or takes a more important role. But the, I think the president has a case to make that the FBI and the DOJ, because of the conduct of their senior leadership, has lost a lot of legitimacy. He mentioned that when he said people are angry. And uh, those are important agencies. Their integrity is important. It needs to be restored, and that's why I'm getting involved. It seems like he could make that case. He could. You know, the people that are angry, uh, the primary one is him. <laughs> yes, uh, and yes. he, uh, he's talked about it like that before, but we're hearing that as soon as next week, he could, the president could, uh, declassify those um, redacted documents the FISA documents that uh, Devin Nunes has wanted to, to get unredacted. Uh, and I think that that on the outskirts is some, some way where he actually acts and it is within his purview to declassify anything he wants to declassify. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that, that's calls for that for a long time. And so you think maybe yesterday in Evansville it was telegraphing what he's uh, planning to do? Yeah, I think September 6th or 7th. Uh, that's going to come to a head. Interesting. What do you think is going to be in those documents? Well, see, that's the big question. I, why are they redacted? Um, I, you know, I, who knows? You could be getting into what the IG apparently is looking into, and that is the early parts of the uh, Trump-Russia probe and how that FISA warrant initially was received, you know, not only by the dossier, but by using... Um, press reports that they had essentially leaked to the press and then using those as parts of the case in the FISA warrant to tap the uh, Trump folks. John Fund has a piece on uh, your station's website, foxnews.com, uh, sort of previewing the, uh, the general election, saying the upset in Florida with uh, Gillum winning the Democrat nomination means it's going to be Trump versus the loony left in November. What's the handle on the Hill with respect to Republicans? Do they want uh, to go up against the Gillums of the world, and do they think they have a better chance against a, you know, a self-avowed socialist, the Ocasio-Cortez crowd? Or, uh, yeah. beca because there's so much energy there, would they rather have sort of milquetoast Democrats who aren't generating enthusiasm within their ranks? I think they'd rather have uh, the former, because, um, you know, you can run an effective campaign where you get independents and, and maybe moderate Democrats who are uh, not signing on to all of those uh, policies that, that the Democratic Socialists list, uh, but they also don't particularly like President Trump for one reason or another. And uh, if you're talking about substance and policy, how to pay for things and um, abolishing ICE, uh, it's it's a fairly easy uh, case to make policy-wise. Now, earlier this week, uh, Ra Representative Ron DeSantis 
was on your network and talking about Andrew Gilliam and his social policies and said, monkey, we hope he doesn't monkey this up. New poll out this morning shows uh, from public policy polls shows DeSantis trailing Gilliam by five percentage points. Uh, do you think what he said on your station had an effect on this poll? I don't know. Um, I, clearly, this race is going to go to 11 uh, at the beginning. Um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm with the crowd that gives him the benefit of the doubt at the first part. And if, if, and if he proves himself wrong, then, you know, then you call him out. Um, I, I think it was, um, you know, Gillum weighed in right away later on our channel on yeah. uh, Shepard Smith's show. And, um, you know, we'll cover the race fairly i i would hate for it to go into that place and i i doubt it goes down to that gutter level but it could because uh, this is a big race uh also just previewing uh, post labor day activities uh the kavanaugh confirmation hearing do you sense uh, that the democrats are going to have anything more to offer in opposition than sort of their standard issue dog and donkey show you know, I'm sure that they have a couple of tricks up their sleeves as far as what's in the documents that they've received. I mean, they've they've now received more documents on Kavanaugh than any other Supreme Court nominee in the history of our republic. Uh, and so I'm sure in the hundreds of thousands of pages, there's probably a couple of nuggets there that'll be uh, interesting or create a splash. But barring a huge aha moment, um, you just don't have the votes. And if you count the heads up there, you could have two or three Democrats, red state Democrats, who vote for Kavanaugh. So it's a real problem for you're already seeing Chuck Schumer take it on the chin for agreeing to to uh, move forward with some of these judicial nominees and a deal with uh, McConnell. Uh, progressives are getting mad. He is Brett Baer, Fox News anchor, special report, 5 p.m. Chicago time weekdays. The book, Three Days in Moscow, Ronald Reagan and the Fall of the Soviet Empire. Brett, thanks as always for joining us. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. See you guys. Thanks. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro 